Welcome to the Dead Bedroom Revival Podcast. My name is Curry, your host, and I'm very, very excited to be making this episode. Well, I, I, was, I was going to do a Bruce Buffer entry, but I got a little bit nervous. And I'm, I am really excited about making this episode because I was listening to a podcast episode. Uh, in fact, I was watching it on YouTube and it was amazing because they only mentioned a book that absolutely changed my life. And the weird things that I, it changed my life post me changing my life. And what that means is I, I was I used to live in a small town. And I remember when I was trying to figure out this whole dating stuff. And um, I used to see people on television, you know, walking up to this girl. And then this interaction got happening. And it was so amazing. It was a complete stranger. And then they would be dating. And then they'll be, like, really enjoying themselves. And I thought, that, that's something that's possible. And then I would see that in the club. And I would try and I used to always get pied. <laughs> and it was weird. I just thought, there must be something that's going on. And I remember trying to figure this out. And I started getting some sort of success because I just resigned to the fact that I'm just going to get rejected. I'm just going to go and approach as many people as possible. And then uh, over a period of time, we thought, you know what? Where we live is just a small town. What if we went to London? And then we just did this all of our time so we had these part-time jobs we had somewhere to stay and literally every afternoon we're out uh approaching ladies on the streets and in the mall and then in the evening we'll go home can shower and then straight to the club and then do the same thing and we had hundreds and hundreds of rejections like literally hundreds and it was just terrible i remember one night We'd been rejected so many times, so long, that we just thought, I just thought to myself, what, what on earth am I doing? Like, I'm away from my family, I'm, I'm doing this stuff, and I'm just being rejected all the time. But for some reason, the following morning, I was there, and I was excited about going again, and just trying. And then over a period of time, all the interests started working. And it didn't matter who I approached, everything was just working. And it was started becoming amazing when we go out in the night. It was amazing. And we were just having an amazing time with amazing experiences with different people. And it was amazing. And I never knew what, what it was that had changed my mind. And what it was, whether it was the, the things I was saying. In fact, the things I was saying was probably similar, but something else had shifted. And I, I, I couldn't place it up until I read this book called Power Versus Force by, uh, I think it's David Hawkins. And it absolutely made sense because this whole time, um, when I started doing this and I was getting rejections, it was because I was just trying to force everything. Everything that I was doing was coming from a place of, I really need to do this in order to get this result. So... Um, that outcome dependency, that uh, level of expectation from that person um, make them feel uncomfortable. And usually it makes people feel uncomfortable. And the best way to um, put, the, put you in, in, in that scenario, uh, I don't know if you've walked on the streets. In, in the UK, we sometimes have people that try and sell you um, a digital TV plan or something on the streets so they might stop you and say oh we're giving you this special deal but usually before they approach you they'll say excuse me uh can you do and because they need something from you they want something from you um 
usually uh, you can tell that it's not going to be a good interaction or it's something that they really want something from you because they have voice tone, they try and make it seem friendly and then their body language goes uh, quite submissive and usually that is a signal that causes you to feel like, ugh. <laughs> and the, I, I'm going a little bit too deep with that one. Let's just backtrack. Well, that's another episode for another day. But because you're forcing it, it forces their behavior and the way they speak to make you feel uncomfortable because they're just trying to force this thing to, to happen. And generally, when it comes to a relationship, this is how we view it. So if you imagine uh, me as a young guy, I would go out because I really wanted to get the number. Like for me, the win was to really get her number. I would stop this young, beautiful woman and I would try and speak to her. And because I've stopped and was actually having a conversation, she's actually telling me a number. For the rest of the conversation, I'm not even listening to what she's saying because all I'm thinking about is when can I ask the number? I'm waiting for this opportunity to ask the number and I would never get a connection or sometimes the person would be quite shy and then they give me the number and then they never speak to me. <laughs> so, and uh, it's up until I realized that because I was trying to force these things, um, everything was always 10 times harder. But when I started, what changed for us for when we started getting really good interactions and really good connections was when we started discovering that there was power, a lot of power in being able to let go. So the very fact that we really let go of the outcome. I didn't care if I got a number or got a date or for me, the goal was to have an amazing connection and an amazing interaction. So I would have an interaction and it didn't matter how beautiful she was or how she looked, as long as I could have that conversation and it made her day, it made my day, that was the main goal. Whatever came from it was a bonus. And I started seeing that the more I focused on what made me happy, the things that excited me about the interactions. And when I say what made me happy is that uh, the fact that I could stop somebody on the street and then um, just joke around, just full, you know, mess around. So I would, um, for instance, I could paint them into a character so that could be a, a cartoon character. I'd be like, oh my God, you look like Bugs Bunny, for instance. And then she'd be like, what do you mean? And then she'll get all confused. And then, you know, if she's in a playful mood, we'll get playful. And then all of a sudden, because it's playful, she gets really excited about her day. And then it's a, for her, it's an amazing interaction, an amazing story to tell her friends. And that was what changed. The fact that we could let go of the outcome, we could, it wasn't important for us to get a number. It wasn't important for us to get a date or anything like that. The fact that we let go, it made it so that we were more attractive. Because if you imagine for a girl, Ever since she was a young person and she got boobs and hips, every time she has interactions with men, they, they, they've got a sense of something that this man would like something from me. Even though it's a little bit disgusting because sometimes these are like 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds, 14-year-olds. But if you think about it, uh, people start treating them a little bit different because... Um, you know, they, they, they're now ready to make children, basically. And they now have the features that make men attracted to them. 
So they, they've already had this conditioning, this sort of conditioning over a period of time. And by the time you meet her, when she's whatever, 20, whatever, and then she, she sees you, uh, and then she sees that you, your vibe is completely different from all the other men that she's been experienced around, all of a sudden she's attracted to you. She's like, oh my God, this guy is not, it doesn't want to fuck me on the spot, lack of a better term. Uh, that is so relieving. And it does the opposite thing. It actually makes them feel like, why doesn't he want to fuck me? And it's another thing that they consciously think about, but it's something that they now think, oh my God, maybe I should be chasing because why is there, you know, and it, it was this weird thing that would happen. And there's one time when I really messed this up is um, I remember once I walked, we walked into the club, I was warming up. And when I say warm up, I was talking to people, I was stopping girls. We used to play this game called the marriage game. We'd stop a group of girls and then we'd say, you're getting married to my friend, you are the witness. And then because it was such a fun vibe and all of a sudden it would really make us walk into a club or a pub really feeling really confident with a very good vibe. And I remember walking into this, um, I think it was the pub, and I walked in, first group, it was a mixed group with girls and guys. And then I started talking to them and because I was giving them such good vibes in terms of just joking and playing around like I normally do, I, I said goodbye and then I moved to the next group. And we were doing this and because we, we would create this sort of exciting environment around that group, and when you walk away, it would lull. So all of a sudden, they're really feeling good. And then the person that's giving them that good vibe goes. Uh, they would see me somewhere else talking to another group. And all of a sudden, they were envious of another group. And then we would do this all over this pub. And all of a sudden, you would get these people not chasing to be around you. And it was always so much easier for us to attract, to be attractive and for us to get... Um, girls and numbers and whichever where we wanted the night to go we would be able to go and i remember where it created this environment where it was literally uh, we used to call this thing at the hand of god where we um people are if you because you've built so much uh, attraction in the room literally i would walk up to a girl stretch my hand and all of a sudden she would have my a hand in my hand and um it's a thing that i learned from somebody else i don't know who i learned it from but it was that crazy. And I remember one of my friends was like, this is too easy, like literally pulling. Um, and it was so amazing. And I remember one time this girl just walked past. She was absolutely stunning. And I remember, even though I'd been feeling that vibe, even though I had all these people that were attracted to me at the time that were already chasing, I thought to myself, oh my God, that girl is absolutely stunning. Now let me put on my A game. That's what I said in my head. Oh, I walked up to her and it absolutely bombed. Now, if, from everything that I've said already now, you should know that that's, that was the problem. If I treated it exactly like how I treated everybody else, it would have weren't spectacular. But the very fact that I felt, oh, I really need to impress this person, I was moved from being powerful into trying to force the situation. And when it comes to a sexless relationship, this is what, if you start thinking about it, you're really trying to make it uh, attracted to you. You're really trying to uh, get it to bed with you. You're really trying to uh, get into that 
frequency of having sex. The fact that you are pushing so hard, it actually takes away from you being attractive. But if you started creating an environment where you are happy and when you are excited and you are really providing this um, environment of happiness and playfulness and seductive, um, just you being seductive and you being playful, that is what is the thing that starts um, making things exciting because you are capable of making that environment. You are able to create that environment. And when you can create that environment around in your house and you're in a relationship, this is one of the key things that changes everything. Because when you are chasing for it and you are thinking about it and um, you're hurt because you're being rejected and you're focusing on the rejection and you're fo focusing on how hurt you are, it just pushes you, puts you in that sort of neediness and wanting and which makes it even more like you become less attractive so if you want to learn more of this stuff and i'm just giving you an overview when it comes to tactics and how to really do this um go to www.deadbedroomrevival.com and we are going to be doing a masterclass very soon and this masterclass will be taking you through a process where We'll teach you how to actually have conversations with your with your partner. Then I will show you the different habits that you can do in order to become more attractive to your partner. So you can start setting off those triggers, those sexual triggers inside her that she can really, really want to be, you know, pretty much chasing after you all the time. So I've gone further than I need to. I usually like to make this 10 minutes long. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Come back for more episodes. Uh, I've got a few ideas of episodes that are, are coming up soon. Going to be pretty exciting. Going to go start going a little bit deeper into the whole seduction thing. So, really, um, really, thank you for thankful that you've listened to this far. Thank you very much. I'll be seeing you soon. Go to www.deadbedroomrevival.com and I'll be seeing you soon. Take care.